it's crashed or something. Although, judging from the size of this house, it would need to be a big crash to make a difference. Frankie pushed her hair away from her sweaty forehead. Can we do these events indoors from now on? I'm dying. It was the sort of day that made your clothes stick to your skin and made you dream of iced drinks and air conditioning. She thought longingly of her small apartment in Brooklyn. If she were home now, she'd be fiddling with cuttings, tending the herbs on her windowsill, and watching the bees flirt with the plants in her tiny garden. Or maybe she'd be on the roof terrace with her friends, sharing a bottle of wine as they watched the sun set over the Manhattan skyline. Weddings would be the last thing on her mind. She felt a touch on her arm and glanced toward her friend. What? You're stressed. You hate weddings and all things bridal. I wish I didn't have to ask you to do them, but right now, our business is in its infancy and we can't afford to turn them down. I know, and I'm fine with it. Well, not fine, exactly, Frankie thought moodily, but she was here, wasn't she? And she understood that they couldn't be choosy about their clients. She, Paige, and Eva had started their event and concierge business, Urban Genie, only a few months earlier after they'd lost their jobs at a large Manhattan-based events company. Frankie gave a little smile, remembering the giddy excitement and sweaty fear that had come from starting their own company. It had been terrifying, but there had also been a powerful feeling of liberation. They had the control. It had been Paige's brainchild, and Frankie knew that without her, she would very likely be out of a job right now, which would mean no way to pay her rent. Without the money to pay her rent, she'd have to leave her apartment. Unease rippled through her, as if someone had thrown a pebble into the quiet, smooth pond that was her life. Her independence was everything, and that was why she was here. That and the loyalty she felt toward her friends. She pushed her glasses back up her nose with the tip of her finger. I can cope with weddings if that's what comes our way. Don't worry about me. She, Frankie nodded her head toward the woman under the apple tree, is your priority. I'm going to talk to her. If the guests arrive, stall them. Eva? Paige adjusted her earpiece. Don't bring the cakes out yet. I'll let you know what's happening. She walked over to the bride-to-be. Frankie knew that whatever the problem was, her friend would deal with it. Paige was a born organizer with a gift for saying exactly the right thing at the right time. And she possessed another gift, crucial to the success of events like these. She believed in happy endings. As far as Frankie was concerned, people who believed in happy endings were delusional. Her parents had separated when she was 14, when her father, a sales director, had announced that he was leaving her mother for one of his colleagues. And as for everything that had happened since, she stared blindly at the ribbons fluttering in the breeze. How did people do it? How did they manage to ignore all the statistics and facts and convince themselves they could find one person to be with forever? Forever didn't exist. She shifted restlessly. Paige was right. There was nothing on earth she hated as much as weddings and all things bridal. They filled her with a sense of foreboding. It was like watching a car driving along the freeway heading toward a pileup. There was a hideous inevitability to it all. She wanted to cover her eyes or shout out a warning. What she didn't want to be was a witness. She saw Paige put her arm around the sobbing woman and turned away. She told herself that she was giving them privacy, but truthfully, she didn't want to look. It was too raw.
too real. Looking stirred up memories she preferred to forget. Fortunately, her job wasn't to manage the emotions of the clients, it was to provide a floral display that reflected the tone and mood of the event. The mood was supposed to be happy, so she'd chosen creams and pastels to complement the beautiful linens. Celosia and sweet pea nestled alongside hydrangea and roses in glass pitchers chosen to satisfy the bride-to-be's request for simplicity. Of course, simplicity was a relative term, Frankie thought as she surveyed the two long tables. Simplicity could have meant feasting from picnic baskets, but in this case, the tables gleamed with silverware and the shimmer of crystal. Charles William Templeton was a lawyer with a famous clientele and sufficient funds at his disposal to ensure that his only daughter, Robin Rose, could have any wedding she wanted. The plaza was booked for the following summer.